Hi, you're listening to the Rav Desla Pasha podcast with me, Avram Ziedman. Join us as we weave together philosophy, psychology and Kabbalah to uncover a new depth to our weekly Torah reading. The Torah instructs judges not to take a bribe. V'shoichad lo sikach. Why? Ki ha-shoichad pikrim because bribes blind those who are otherwise clear-sighted. And to add a little bit more depth, it says in Gemara Kasubas, Kuf Hey Amud Base, because when you take a bribe, you have a closeness. And there is a rule people don't find mistakes in themselves. People always justify what they're doing. And now you've taken a bribe, that means it's now connected to me. I'm going to be negatively affected if I now judge this person negatively, and therefore I'm going to have my biases. So far, so good. But based on this, we have a real issue in life. Doesn't everyone have to make moral decisions every single day? Don't I always have a battle? Is this the right thing to do? Was that the right thing to do? Every time that I have my own personal moral battle, I am always Nogerbedava. I am always invested in it because it affects me. So if we're saying a judge cannot take a bribe, why? Because the moment you take a bribe, any bribe, then you're going to be blinded. Well, how much more so when it's truly affecting me and I have to make decisions about my own life? Certainly, I'm going to be blinded. So how on earth can I ever make any decisions for any moral battles, any ethical dilemmas I have within my life? So I would like to present to you four answers given by Rav Dessler. Answer number one. Now, this one's quite simple, but to do it is the most complicated. Bribes blind those who have a self-interest, self-concern. So you know the answer? Don't have any self-interests. Your whole life, everything about you is there for the sake of others. This is also known in Rob Dessler's terms. Don't be a taker, a taker who's someone who's concerned with self. Rather be a giver, someone whose concern is of others. Okay, well, there we go told you it'll be simple <laughs> but to do it is the hardest thing possible if i may at this point i would like to interject and give an answer by rabbi yitzchak berkowitz which is similar to this but i think a more you could say watered down version one which is more palatable that we can achieve he says until you've perfected your heart and you don't have any personal desires you build a desire for ms I do have a desire. I do have a want. What do I want? I want the truth. When you think about it, what what happens in yeshiva? Torah study is an intense workout designed to build a desire for truth. The whole yeshiva is you have the person you're learning with, your chavrusa, you tell him what you think, and then what's the next thing he's going to say? Wrong, and smash you down. And therefore he gives what he thinks the Gemara shut is, what the Gemara means. And then what do you do? You smash it down. Day in, day out, week after week, month after month, for however many years you're going to be in Yeshiva, you are bashing each other. That's a technical term for learning. You are trying to understand what's going on. You're building a picture and destroying it and rebuilding and destroying. How can you do that? It's soul destroying. I once had a Chavrusa and when I told him I disagreed with him, he he started crying. So uh that didn't last very long. The only way you cope with it is because I don't desire for my shut. I don't desire for me to be right. What I desire is the truth, and I want the truth. And therefore, you can keep your desire. Your desire is for truth. 
back to Rav Desla. What does Rav Desla have for us, for mere mortals, so that we can be able to make decisions? So he comes up with a more practical solution, and this is a litmus test. When you're not sure what to do, you have a battle. Generally, one side seems easier than the other. Don't pick that one. Pick the harder one. If you find something easier, it's most likely because you have the Yetzirah pushing that side, wanting you to be able to do that. So when you're not sure what to do, it's not clear what the right thing to do is. Which one is harder? That is most likely to be the right answer. It reminds me when I was in Yeshiva, Medra Shmuel, Rabbi Moskovitz, the Rosh Yeshiva, he used to say that if you're not sure, do I go to the Chasna or do I stay and learn? The answer is simple. Which one do you want to do? Do the other. Answer number three. As Mesilas Yisharim says, if you're in a maze and you're trapped inside a maze and you don't know which way to turn, but you see someone above who sees the whole entire picture, ask them for help. The best book for psychology, the best way to really know how the human mind, brain and heart and soul works is to go to the creator of it, Hashem. And therefore when a Chacham looks at the Torah and to be able to see the depth of the Torah, he is the one who can see the whole map in front of him. He's the one who can see the whole maze. You know, also when we say, and you should make yourself a Rav and you should also acquire a friend. What's special about a friend? Why should you have a friend? And the answer is, is because when I have a moral dilemma, what to do, is this the right thing or that the right thing? I have a Nagia, I have a connection, I have a invested interest within one side, but my friend doesn't. My friend has the upper hand, he can help me because he has the objectivity, because he doesn't gain either way. And here comes answer four. When you're having a battle and you're trying to work out which one is the truth and which one is the voice of the Yetzirah and you can't tell, Avdesla points out that both will come to you as the guise of truth. Never does the Yetzirah come to you and say, hey, here's a lie, pick me. Both decisions will look like truth, however. He says, even if you haven't totally cleaned your heart, and even though you are invested in it, there's always, if you really go deep, you will find that one sounds like the truth, but the other one sounds emes la amiso, truth of truth. And if you really pause and listen to the voices, yes, they will both sound like the right thing to do, but one, the truth will have this upper hand sounding of ultimate truth. To conclude, the decisions that we make in life are generally not made by the brain, but it's made by the heart, our emotions. How do we battle this? Number one, pure perfection. <laughs> Get rid of all self-centered desires. That's pretty hard. Or we got one by Berkowitz, who says, build a desire for truth. Option two, choose the harder choice. Option three, ask a love ask a friend and number four ultimately deep down you know the difference between the truth and the truth of truths wishing you all a great shabbos